You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Cookie Monster's favorite radio station. Chicago!
And good afternoon on this. Well, it's not it's not the perfect Thursday afternoon, but it's a fairly nice one here in Vancouver. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout, your source for vintage psychedelia, garage rock, acid punk, freak peak, prod rock, and other socially and musically relevant artifacts from 1965 to today. And I'm your host, Darren, as I always am, on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio. Also on podcast and live streaming audio at www.citr.ca. So there you go. You're sorted for your source, as it were. And started things off tonight with Haney's Finest, um, probably the biggest band I can think of ever to come out of Maple Ridge. That was the Northwest Company and the B-side to their 1968 single. The single was a cover of um, the Beatles' She's a Woman, uh, the B-side... The, the A-side was She's a Woman. B-side, Time for Everyone, self-penned track. And followed that with, uh, from what I believe to be a Berkeley, a Berkeley, California band, although um, some information has come to light which may indicate they were from the L.A. area, uh, Kaleidoscope, not the British one, obviously, the American one, and a track called Pulsating Dream. Anyway, going to carry on with... Uh, Something that really surprised the hell out of me, actually, when I heard it. Um, the band Shocking Blue from the Netherlands. You'll know them for doing the original of Venus, the one that was covered in the 80s by Bananarama. And I was listening to this, and lo and behold, track five. This track starts, and I'm going, hey, I know that track. Uh, Nirvana covered it. This is Shocking Blue with Love Buzz.
Dantelion's Chariot with Madman running through the fields. And um, I always wonder at the end of that track when you hear uh, Zoot Money, for Tis He on vocals, uh, hyperventilating, and then you hear this sort of choke. I'm always wondering if that was sort of put on purpose or if he actually did kind of um, cough while he was uh, recording the running sort of whatever it is sound effects there you go heavy breathing sound effects in the background you're back with a stereoscopic readout on 101.9 fm citr campus radio at ubc in vancouver 
And uh, that was quite a long set, so apologies to anybody who had to sort of nip out and uh, miss anything, miss me telling you what it was in case you liked it. Um, and in case you do, you could always phone me at 604-822-2487. That is 604-UBC-CITR. Um, started that set with Shocking Blue from the Netherlands, um, early 70s, very early 70s. And that was Love Buzz, which, of course... If you have this nagging feeling you've heard that song before but not by them, uh, you're right. Nirvana did a cover of it on their Bleach album. Followed that with some First Communion After Party. That's some new, I guess, neo-psych out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. This track was called Catriona, Catrona, Katrina. I think it's Catrona. Um, followed that with the Bee Gees and probably the... They're like one foray into psychedelic sounds, and that was every Christian-hearted, every lion-hearted, every Christian lion-hearted man will show you. There we go. Uh, followed that with the nice, uh, which, if you're keeping score, was Keith Emerson of Emerson Lake and Palmer's first uh, big break into the music industry, and their track "Cry of the Eugene." Followed that with Phileas Andromeda, a band that Decca had pinned a lot of uh, hopes on in 1967, but I think that was the only release that they had uh, was Meditations, which you heard. And followed that with, of course, Dandelion's Chariot, which not only featured Zoot Money um, between his stint in the big roll band and a brief stint in California playing with Eric Burden and the New Animals, and that also band also featured... Andy Summers, latterly of The Police on guitar. And I'm pretty sure that if you listen to that song and really listen to the uh, influences of Andy Summers, it does actually sound kind of like the vocal phrasing does actually, to me, sound kind of like it could have fit into an early police set list. But anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, coming up after these messages, we are going to have a spotlight on what could have been, well, what was probably... The greatest would have been, could have been's of the 1960s, uh, The Misunderstood. Uh, but uh, before that, some show promos and shows uh, for this evening, for your listening pleasure this evening. I'm here till 7.30, until Bleak takes over for ex- with Exquisite Corpse. He's in till 9. Ben, who's already here, helping set up for... Oh yeah, it's also... Uh, it is also that DJ competition at the Pit Pub tonight. So if you're not listening to CITR, why don't you pop down to the Pit Pub? There will be a number of DJs competing for top honors down there. Uh, Don't know about drink specials, but whatever. You can find out. Anyway, 9 o'clock, Ben takes over for Live from Thunderbird Radio Held. Don't know who is on tonight. Cliff is in at 11 with Laugh Tracks. And I don't think JT's here anymore. I'm not sure exactly what the deal is. But you've got me till 7.30, and this is a sampling of some of the other wonderful programming um, on 101.9 FM CITR elsewhere during the week. I guess you can say that elsewhere during the week. Tune in to CITR Friday afternoons from 2 till 3.30 for Radio Zero where your host, DJ, brings you an eclectic mix of new international pop, ranging from the most fashionably disaffected to the brightest trigger-coated music around. 
along with a good measure of vintage new wave, punk, and disco to kick off your weekend. That's Radio Zero, Friday afternoons at 2 on 101.9 FM, CITR. Want to see your film up on the big screen? The Vancouver Student Film Festival is back to showcase the best of BC's post-secondary student and alumni film and video makers on May 24th. The film festival is looking for entries of all genres, from student or graduate filmmakers within the last three years. Films received by March 1st are only $10 and $20 until April 19th. Only two weeks left before the early entry deadline. For entry rules and to submit online, please visit www.vsff.com. Let, Let the, the cartoons, cartoons begin! begin.
And that was a feature on Riverside, California's The Misunderstood. Um, as I said earlier, before beginning the, before going into the commercial break, um, kind of one of the great could have beens of the '60s, uh, The Misunderstood. Uh, I'll, I'll go through the track listing actually of what you just heard. I started that off with "Children of the Sun," which was the A side of their second single. Uh, followed that with "I'm Not Talking," which is a Yardbirds cover. Um, I Can Take You to the Sun, which is the A-side of their first single, excuse me, where are we at here, yep, and then Find a Hidden Door and My Mind, and all of those tracks, excuse me, can be found on um, Cherry Red Records release Before the Dream Faded, uh, 12 tracks on that. Uh, the Misunderstood, as I said, started off in Riverside, California, which basically is, I think that's a part of what is known as Inland Empire in uh, Southern California. Uh, They started off, excuse me, they were known as the Northside Moss. Um, They were playing around Riverside and a couple of times in Los Angeles as the Northside Moss. The lineup at that time being Greg Treadway on rhythm guitar, Glenn Ross Campbell, no, not that Glenn Campbell, on pedal steel guitar, Steve Whitting on bass, and Rick Brown lead vocals and harmonica where's the drums on that oh doesn't say <laughs> uh possibly rick mo on drums i think that could be oh, that's weird they don't say um uh, there was a drummer don't know who it was <laughs> but anyway um while playing one day in a shopping mall in riverside california a uh, an english dj by the name of John Ravenscroft, uh, it's kind of quote unquote discovered them and realized that uh, their pe- with their penchant for long improvised raga style guitar breaks, um, long feedback and harmonic breaks, and Glenn Ross Campbell's inimitable pedal steel guitar sound and style, they were basically wasting their time trying to get anywhere in Riverside and even uh, the rare times when they did play in Los Angeles. Uh, they were just way ahead of their time. But John Ravenscroft later renamed himself John Peel, for it is he, uh, suggested that London, England might be a more receptive uh, place for them. And unfortunately, that's where things started to go wrong, even though they did record six remarkable tracks during their time there. Um, they were briefly there from 66 into 67. Uh, the problem was is that uh, the various members of the band or at least two of them kept getting draft notices. Um, Rick Moe was drafted, and, uh, sorry, let me just rephrase that. Greg Treadway was drafted into the Navy. He returned back to the States, but um, Rick Brown was also drafted. Uh, he tried to stay away from uh, the States for a long time. However, um, this started to cause problems with their work visas and uh, their uh, pa- and their work permits. Excuse me. And Rick returned to the States to be drafted into the Army only to uh, desert um, after a few weeks. Um, he was hounded by the Army and the FBI throughout the States and then back into England when he got there. Um, and due to these problems, the other members of the band found it very difficult to return to England when they'd been uh, gigging around in the continent. And 
that basically spelled the end for the band right there. They just couldn't stay in England and half their band had been drafted anyway. So that is the unfortunate story of The Misunderstood. But uh, what they did leave us, obviously, is quite remarkable stuff for the period. And speaking of remarkable stuff, you're listening to Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver. I'm your host, Darren, and I am going to continue the remarkable stuff with uh, the album side feature of this evening. Um, I haven't done an album side in a while, and I I know that before the new year I'd been promising I was going to play some more uh, side twos of albums. Uh, I was pretty big on the side ones, and I think to date I'd only played side two of Kensington Market's Aardvark album. And today is an auspicious occasion in the side two category because we've got the Moody Blues, Search for the Lost Chord, the entire side two on LP. So there will be all the requisite pops and scratches and skips, as it were. And uh, without further ado, this is it. Thank you. 
This garden universe vibrates to the beat. Some make it a sound so sweet. Vibrations reach on up to become light, and then through gamma out of sight. Between the eyes and ears there lie the sounds of color and the light of the sun. And to hear the sun, what a thing to believe, but it's all around if we could but perceive. To know ultraviolet, infrared and x-rays, beauty to find in so many ways. Two notes of the chord, that's our first hope. But to reach the chord is our life's hope. And to name the chord is important to some, so they give it a word, and the word is...
Turn slowly round Far away A distant sound Is with us every day Can you hear What it says Oh
And this concludes our um, listening to of the entire side two of the Moody Blues 1968 opus, Search for the Lost Chord. Uh, I had it all, had all the information I needed here. Let me just go back. Um, quite a groundbreaking album uh, for the uh, for the for the times, as it were. Uh, seeing that, excuse me. Let's get this out here. All members of the band playing all thirty-three instruments uh, featured on the album and. The personnel consisting of Justin Hayward, uh, responsible for 12-string guitar, acoustic guitar, electric guitar, sitar, tablas, piano, mellotron, bass guitar, harpsichord, percussion, and vocals. Mike Pinder, responsible for mellotrons, piano, harpsichord, cello, acoustic guitar, bass guitar, and auto harp. Um, John Lodge, responsible for bass guitar, cello, tambourine, snare drum, acoustic guitar, and vocals. Ray Thomas, responsible for C flute, alto flute, soprano saxophone and vocals, and Graham Edge taking care of drums, timpani, tambourine, tablas, and piano. Um, the album was released on the 26th of July, 1968, and uh, was preceded the month before by uh, the first track that you heard off that side to tonight, Voices in the Sky. Um, Later, Ride My Seesaw, it was released, that was from, uh, Ride My Seesaw, which is featured on Side One, was released as a single in October of 1968. And uh, another interesting tidbit of information about this album was that it, along with uh, the Beatles' White Album, was apparently required listening at uh, the Charles Manson compound out in Death Valley, although um, we, history doesn't record whether or not there were any uh, messages that he was secret messages he was receiving from the Moody Blues. Anyway, that is uh, side two of Moody Blues' Search for the Lost Chord. Uh, You started that with Voices in the Sky, and then the track listing follows as Thinking is the Best Way to Travel, Visions of Paradise, the actor, um, the poem, the word recited by Graham Edge, and the last track you heard was Om. Yeah. Now, in case, in case that whole thing was just a little bit too um, fay for you, I'm going to rev things back up again with some, uh, I guess, some sounds of like early San Francisco bands uh, or second division San Francisco bands. And that's not to say second rate San Francisco bands, but obviously when you're thinking San Francisco in the 60s, you're thinking, you know, Grateful Dead, Quicksilver Messenger Service, Jefferson Airplane, etc. Um this is the band that kicked it all off, really, um, the Charlatans. And you're also going to hear some Mojo Men and some Oxford Circle. I may get to, I may, may, may get to some final solution for you, but I'm not sure. I've only got 10 minutes left. Bleak is waiting in the wings to start Exquisite Corpse. So without further ado, this is the last 10 minutes of uh, Stereoscopic Readout this evening on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver. I'm Darren, and I will... See you again next week. Belly's creep, I got a shake in my head. I feel like I'm dying, and I wish I was dead. If I live till tomorrow, that'd be a long time. I'll 
Like my bro.